You're listening to the Pinball Podcast. Hey everybody, this is Jessica and we are back with episode 123C. Um, I, I guess some of you know by now that we've been doing some B episodes where it's been me without Jeff, um, kind of featuring different events that are coming up. Uh, we have a very special C episode that's me without Jeff, um, but I'm doubly making up for it because we're going to go over, um, my amazing, super fun time that I had at the Brisbane masters. It feels like it was ages ago, but it wasn't terribly long ago. And, uh, joining me. I've got Vinny and Lambo who are calling in from Brisbane. Hey guys. Hello. Hello. How's it going? Great. I miss you terribly. Uh, but I'm really excited that we could all kind of get together and chat for a little bit and relive some of our fun times that we had. Yeah. That Absolutely. sounds like a good idea. Yeah. No. <laughs> Always good. Always good. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, Van, I had you on for like a real quick pre-masters chat just letting people know what we were uh what we were about to embark on amazing yeah amazing run and lambo you did a lot of the organization do you want to give just like a quick recap of um what we were looking at for those four days a lot right is that, is that enough or yeah, <laughs> no, yeah no. totally no no it was it was uh, i mean it was obviously a, a little bit more than four days the actual event itself was four days but uh it was obviously a couple of days of uh machine bumping and set up and everything like that but uh we had the ping golf on the thursday night uh and then we had a group three strike elimination on the friday night uh we had uh, i think just over 100 people for that one uh, then we had the main event qualifying on the Saturday and then a flip frenzy on the Saturday night. And then Sunday was the conclusion where we had the finals for the main event, uh, which was just absolutely superb uh, viewing throughout the day. Uh, concluded with what I found was a party flip frenzy on the uh, on the sunday night it was an absolute party on saturday on the sunday night yeah, it and really really was. It, was it was it was a great way to finish the weekend so uh yeah just a, a massive weekend biggest event we've ever run in australia and uh yeah it was, it was perfect it was amazing and just all of the work that went into it just i have to thank all of you guys for making that happen again the way that the community really rallied around to bring games in get stuff set up and have things kind of play tested and ready to go was it was a group effort for sure and everyone really crushed it and it was uh, a joy to be a part of so i had the best time doing that and this is how many of these have you done prior to this year lambo so this was actually the fourth running of the uh, Brisbane Masters. So it's been going since 2015, and every year it's just got bigger and bigger. Uh, 2015 edition, we started with uh, 60 players, I think it was. Um, wow. Yeah, 60 players. We had to actually max it out at 60. Um, we wouldn't have probably got too many more than that 60 anyway, but, uh, yeah, we maxed it out at 60. 
this year we were able to max it out. We didn't quite get to the max number, but we would have would have been able to max it out at 150 this year if uh, if if we got the numbers. But we got to 129 in the end, so um, just it was just absolutely fabulous. And uh, can I just say, I also want to thank you for uh, everything that you uh, uh, contributed with on the weekend as well, um, with check-ins and score uh, score entering and everything like that as well. Um, all, all of that uh, certainly made uh, the event what it was as well. So thank you very much. Happy to. Really, really happy to be part of that. And um, Vinny did an amazing job with all the streaming. And Vinny, this was your first year doing Masters? It was. Yeah, yeah, um, I really had only kind of just started playing pinball last year uh, when Masters was on. So, um, yeah, I didn't really get into it. Uh, this year I was like, screw it, going to compete and be a part of it. Yeah. Do you remember people talking about it last year, like the buzz around it or anything like that? What yeah, going uh, on? absolutely. Um, so it was held at a venue just near the uh, near Netherworld uh, called The Mill. Um, and I actually, I, I didn't really know what was happening. Came into Netherworld and a bunch of our you know best machines were missing. And I was a little bit annoyed. <laughs> um, but yeah, then learned that Masters was on and, uh, and what was going on there. I, I managed to stop down there last year for a little bit just to watch a few of the games and was simultaneously terrified and amazed at how well some of the people played, <laughs> realizing how, how far I had to go before I could uh, play in a competition like that. But yeah, finally made it this year. So what was um, you know your impression from just coming in and seeing it last year to walking in and seeing everything set up this year? Like, I mean, even from last year to this year, there was a huge difference um, from the, you know, the venue, the, uh, the rooms at the Ridges in Bowens were just, I mean, it was just for pinball. Everything was set up really, really nicely. Um, even the amount of players, how, I, I have no idea how many people played last year, but definitely wasn't as many as this year yeah, last year we had to max it out at 80 players yeah there you uh, go. just because wow. of space so um yeah it's it just a big jump you know going from 80 to 129 this year so yeah um and you know if we even had a little bit more space and you know a little bit more uh people uh, if there were more people that were able to make it along um then yeah who knows we could have maybe hit that 150 uh, this year, uh, definitely aiming for uh, even bigger next year. We're, we're already, I, I know we're talking about last year and this year, but we're already uh, planning next year's event already. Um, I want to help. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. No, we're, we're, we're we'll can. need it. <laughs> so, um, so, kind of when we look back at uh, memorable moments from Masters, um, I'm kind of starting at the beginning when we were going over getting things ready for pin golf. And I know pin golf day was still like getting games in and there was still a lot of testing to be done. And all of a sudden it was like, Oh, right. Uh, we need goals for pin golf. So I'm going to run down, um, the goals that, that, uh, Jimmy and I had come up with for pin golf. And then we can go back and you guys can let me know your favorite and least favorite. Uh, pin golf hole so um we started on the flintstones and that was complete three frames of bowling and then uh hole number two was monster bash and it was collect two band members hole three was iron maiden and you could start mummy or trooper multi-ball and then hole four was on getaway get to third gear 
pull five uh, was Stern Trek, and it was get to warp five. Pull six was on Baywatch, start any feature slash mode. Pole seven was on pirates, and that was defeat the interceptor. Pole eight was eight combos on demo man. Pole um, nine was on Buck Rogers, a score of one hundred and twenty thousand. Pole ten was on Guardians of the Galaxy, and that was to complete Quill's quest. Eleven was Adam's family, light four windows in the mansion. Twelve was start frenzy multiball on Circle Tear. 13 was um, World Poker Tour, Complete Two Cities. Aerosmith was a score of 20 million. Um, Hole 15 was on the Shadow, Start Con, Multiball. 16 was TX Sector, Get to Level 6. 17 was Trident, a score of 100,000. And then our last hole was on Walking Dead, Start Prison, Multiball. So were there any that you guys thought were especially unfair or really forgiving um, during the pin golf? I didn't actually end up playing in the pin golf. I was uh, I was still trying to set up stuff for the broadcast, but I can tell you that uh, I chose complete Quill's quest uh, on Guardians of the Galaxy, and then I tried to do it later on in the weekend, and I felt really really mean. <laughs> uh, you know what? I don't. I don't think you're, you're as mean as what you think, because I think that was actually a pretty clever one. Because uh, obviously, as we know, uh, with Guardians of the Galaxy, you can obviously select Quill's quest to start with, uh, right from the start. Uh, I mean, I don't know. Obviously, you got to complete about fifteen shots. I think it is to complete Quill's quest. Um, and obviously, you can restart the mode over and over again as much as you need to to complete it so no i don't think it was i don't think it was as uh as hard as what you're making it out to be uh obviously you've got to complete the shots um (laughs) personal highlight for me was the uh the trident goal um what was it? A hundred thousand, I think it was. You yeah, had to get a lot of people missed that, didn't they? They they did. They did surprisingly enough. But uh, I missed out on getting the trident uh, hole in one by ten points. Oh, no, yes. my, fir- <laughs> my first ball, and I know uh, Richard Rhodes has a photo of it somewhere. That's yeah, rough. <laughs> finish ball one on nine 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 zero. Uh, uh. <laughs> so, lucky enough that pretty much I just had to plunge the second ball and hit anything for it to uh, to register so uh, to get to the hundred thousand so that was pretty good uh, for me the one I actually probably hated the most and I don't know if it was because it was just the game that really kicked my ass all weekend or what but uh, well, actually there's two of them actually and that was um, TX Sector for starters, mm. I, don't, I, I think I might have been lucky to get to level two, let alone level six. Um, just couldn't hit what was required. Um, and for me, the other one was Pirates of the Caribbean. For some reason, that machine and I just did not agree on anything all weekend, uh, including uh, trying to destroy the uh, interceptor. So, yeah. Um, but overall, I think it was a good balance um those goals some were super easy um like um adam's family for example uh was relatively easy and also twilight zone as well was another one um 
I don't think I don't think a lot of people worked it out early, but uh, you could actually you obviously got given a a free uh, door or mansion uh, because of the extra balls being turned off. Um, but the other one on Twilight Zone, for example, was if you got the 10 million skill shot, that automatically gave you the 10 million points uh, door as well. Um, oh, that's so, right. We had yeah. to swap something out and put Twilight Zone in. Do you remember that's which one went out? Correct. Um, I can't remember, unfortunately. I do, uh, Was it um, Circle Tear? Might have been, it may have possibly been ACDC. So I think we might have oh, had but something. But ACDC wasn't on my list. No, I know. <laughs> I know. But then, <laughs> but then that being said, Circus Voltaire was on your list as well as um, as well as that one. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Hmm. I have a, yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But either All way. Right. Either, either way, I thought the, go- the goals were, uh, were, were pretty good in the end. So. Um, yeah, there were a few that people were um, hemming and hawing about, to put it politely. Yeah. <laughs> um, in terms of in terms of goals, I know Stern Track was killing me getting to warp five, and then when I played it the next night, I think in three strikes, I got to like warp seven, and yeah. I was like, "Why couldn't I have done this yesterday?" <laughs> exactly, and I think uh, I think I did the same thing too. Uh, I'm pretty sure just. <laughs> I able to nail that warp ramp. I didn't touch yeah. that machine all weekend. I had no games during the competition. Mm. I didn't play it when there was when we had like free play or anything like that. Yeah. I have no idea what it was like. Yeah, unfortunately, it did get taken out at one stage during the weekend because we uh, had issues with the vengeance in the end. But um, yeah, it, it was still there. I think the the the, the, the Thursday and Friday night. Um, it's a real shame. It, it's definitely one of my favorites at uh, that Star Trek. So um, yeah. Uh, it is what it is. I quite obviously. like it. Yeah, especially for modern Sterns. I'm a huge fan um, of Stern Trek. So, yeah, it's funny that you had such a difficult time with Pirates, too, because that was the game that I think was being nicest to me all weekend. <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, it was one of those where I was like, oh, I'm, I'm in a like, good rhythm with this. Um, yeah, but there were a few that I didn't have the... the didn't have the easiest time with for sure. Yeah. Um, the I mean, three strikes was was definitely a challenge for me as well. I don't know what it is with me with strikes tournaments versus. I think I have more fun when I play match play, but I do so much better in match play than I do in in the three strikes or two strike situation. Yeah, cause I think I think with the uh, the strikes, there's always that added pressure that you know if you if you come third or fourth in your group, you're instantly you know down a game already. Whereas with match play, you just never know what's going to happen till right till the end of qualifying. Um, yeah. So yeah, I mean, I, yeah. I think I think that definitely plays a part on a lot of people's psyches when um, yeah, it's that added sense of pressure that yeah, you get from yeah, it. Yeah, exactly right. So it's almost like. A, a, to a degree, an elimination final nearly every game when you think about it. Right. It was after the yeah, second it's round for me. Coming down to it. Yeah, it's I, I enjoy the pin golf. There were definitely a few like, you know, oh, this machine is super tilty, still maybe can use a little bit of adjustment going into the rest of the weekend. Um, but that was just kind of a fun casual comp that was on just for people to 
come in and get to play some games together. So how many people came in from out of, I know that there were a few people just from out of state, but out of the country, we had a few people from New Zealand who came through. Yeah. I think, um, I think it was about eight players in total from out of the country. So there was um, obviously yourself and Esther from the U S and oh, I suppose so there's also Connor as well. Uh, mm-hmm. And then, yeah, actually, it might even be about nine, I think, because there was, uh, I reckon, about half a dozen from New Zealand as well. So, um, yeah, because Simon yeah. was there, yep. and Lisa, and Kim, and Charlie, yep. for sure. Yep. Um, was, Jer- Jeremy was there as well, and can't forget Lisa, of course. I already said Lisa, but we'll Lisa. say her twice because she's super amazing. Okay, there you go. There you go. <laughs> Um, yeah, so there might have been maybe one more, but names not coming to mind at the present moment. Uh, I'm trying, I'm like mentally running through the list. Sorry if I'm forgetting anybody, but it was nice to see people come from, you know, travel from other parts of the country and travel from um the states and new zealand just to be there for the event it was it was run so well especially for the large number of people that were there and it was really great to see everybody again and um the atmosphere at this tournament like if anyone out there is is looking for um you know a time to travel to australia from the states or from another part of the world i highly highly recommend getting down there for brisbane masters um, it's just such a well-run tournament and really fun. And the community spirit that comes around it is just fantastic. I had the best time. Um, and every tournament had a different set of trophies and also, uh, wooden spoons. Lambo, do you want to talk about the wooden spoon? Yes. That's, well, it's the second year we've done the wooden spoons, but yes, essentially the, uh, the last place in each comp that completes the competition uh ends up with a wooden spoon uh not an actual wooden spoon per se it is, <laughs> it is an actual trophy um but yeah just something that uh something something that adds a little bit more uh, i guess novelty to the events basically a little bit more fun or adds to the fun aspect of it anyway right and then you get to go put that on your mantle and have to explain it to all of your friends who come in who are non-pinball friends saying why do you have a statue of a spoon yep exactly right so Vinny, did you play starting in the three strikes yeah yeah so i started in the three strikes um not gonna lie i was i was pretty nervous all day leading up to it so the first ever major competition that i played in oh no second sorry um but leading up to it i I had a couple of drinks uh, <laughs> with uh, with a couple of my mates who were playing uh, in the competition as well. And I think all four of us were out by the fourth round. <laughs> it, was, it wasn't was a great three strikes for me. <laughs> um, yeah. So was it kind of your expectations of going into an event of that side? You had played in the Cooley Classic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, what was, what were the differences that you saw kind of coming into this one versus the one that we, we did in Cooley? I think a big thing about it, as, as you keep saying, is like the, the sense of community. I mean, like, you know, most of the machines at Cooley were machines, well, the bulk of the machines at Cooley were, were machines that belonged to time zone. Whereas like, a, you know, none of us here in Brisbane have a big enough collection to run 
150 person tournament with just you know a single venue or a single person's machines um so the amount of people that volunteered their machines and were like excited to talk about them and show them to to other people and it was really really cool and like learning about some of the machines that i'd never seen before that were owned by private collectors and they were really happy to to teach people how to play them and that kind of stuff it was really cool yeah absolutely um and you know i know a highlight for me in terms of games that were in the competition um grant brought his barracora which, which is, is now, now another world. Another world. <laughs> yes. I'm so jealous. Although I will say I, ju- I was just at um, a newer spot here in Portland called High Score. And they have a Barracora that was actually rethemed to the Walking Dead oh, okay. comic book style prior okay. to, I think it was prior to the actual Walking Dead machine coming out from Stern. But it's like comic book art from the Walking Dead over a Barracora. Okay. That's which cool. the machine plays beautifully but at the same time i'm like barracora is so pretty like why would you want to do that put to a barracora yeah exactly. as my friend carl and i were talking and he's like all i can hope is that it was like super roached out and there was nothing that you could do to save it <laughs> uh, which is fair but uh super side note when you're playing barracora and you have to spell bear Akora like in order yeah. on each side to light each lock um they change those to gun and sword oh, yeah. okay. but they didn't take into account the in orderness of the drops on the left ah. so instead of spelling gun you have to spell nug which makes me really happy that's kind of great yeah, I like that Except I want to go in and like correct the little instruction card because it says to spell gun in order. I was like, no, no, no. <laughs> like that will get you nowhere. <laughs> you clearly have to spell nug. Uh, uh, yeah. So I've been playing a bunch of that and wishing that it was like in my mind, it's still Barracora. It plays beautifully. Yeah, yeah. I just kind of miss, kind of really very much miss, but Grant's is just gorgeous. It's such a pretty um, So getting to play that. Yeah. And uh, Dave's Robo War. It was super fun. It it kind of killed me the first time I played it, and then I got like way better at it the second time, and then the third time it super crushed it. So I just want to play more Robo War. Was that that was our last game in the final, wasn't it, Robo War? Oh, that might have been our last. I think game it was in the final. You, okay, you absolutely schooled <laughs> me on it. Oh man, well we're gonna get to that. We're gonna we're gonna have a whole section on on our our showdown. Okay, because uh, <laughs> that was great. Were there certain machines that you guys were just like really excited to play for the weekend? Uh, I think for me, uh, getting to play Iron Maiden again was uh, was definitely a highlight. Absolutely, um, despite the fact that the machines were set up super tough and i don't know who organized that but uh <laughs> yeah. they, they were, gotta have a word with the organizers yeah i know those bastards um it's uh, iron made an a or b well i did get to play both and honestly i didn't think there was that much difference between the two but um but yeah either way it was still really good to get to play both um always uh, as i said before always a fan of uh, getting to play things like star trek and spider-man and that sort of stuff because it's just sort of the games that i guess suit my play style a little bit more um 
definitely enjoyed some of the older ones like that Barracora, as we've already mentioned, was just just an absolute treasure to play. Um, even Taxi as well. Um, Taxi is always a good game, especially Grant's Taxi is always in top uh, top notch uh, condition. We talk about those games being treasures. Grant, if you're listening, you are a treasure. Like, your <laughs> games are just stunning and play so beautifully. Um, yeah, those were those were just gorgeous yeah. machines. Yeah, we, we've, we, we, we just lost, uh, lost his uh, Swords of Fury out of Netherworld. But, of course, uh, we just mentioned the Barracor has turned up in its place, which, of course, is Grant's machine as well. So... You know, as much as uh, it's a it's a bad thing to see Swords of Fury go out the door, um, definitely great to have Barracora here. So uh, I know Grant's been working on his Swords of Fury, and there's a house ball over that way this weekend. So uh, hopefully we'll get to be able to play it again. And uh, I'm breaking I'll, my heart. I I'll, wish I was there. I'll, <laughs> oh. I'll make sure I pass on a, a good day for, uh, for to everyone for you, Jess, on the weekend. Okay. Please do hugs to the mafia yeah, for me. Definitely. Take pictures, please. Yes. Yeah. Um, then were there any machines that you were excited to play that you either were looking forward to playing or hadn't played before? Um, I mean, Iron Maiden was kind of an obvious one. I fell in love with that machine pretty quickly at the Cooley Classic. Um, and I got to play quite a bit more of it uh, over the weekend, which is really cool. Uh, I, I found that B was a lot kinder than A, particularly with the left, <laughs> the left outlane drains on A were really, really brutal. Um, but the other one I was really excited to see and play again uh, was Grand Lizard. Another, and we keep talking about Grant's machines. Nice. Um, <laughs> but so we had that Grand Lizard in Netherworld for quite a while and it was, it was nice. Uh, but Grant took it out, uh, swapped the play field over with an, essentially a brand new play field pretty mm -hmm. much. Uh, and to play that again in near new condition was really, really cool. I, I love that machine. Weird artwork, weird noises, that kind of stuff. And it was, yeah, super <laughs> nice to play. It was so slick, too, like that that play field. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, it just played fast and, and smooth and, and lovely. And for me, that was uh, Grand Lizard was actually one of the highlights over the weekend for me, watching uh, Nigel from uh, from down in Melbourne. Uh, actually, oh my gosh, right? in Melbourne, but in Victoria at least anyway, uh, roll it during qualifying and basically just got to the point where he's gone over the 10 million and has gone, I think that'll do. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was definitely more than enough. Yeah. Uh, it took, it took away the high score trophy for, for that game with that score. So, um, yeah, it was, it was definitely one of the highlights for me over that weekend. That's right. So, um, there was a system set up. So for, qualifying for the main event um the person in each group of four with the highest score on a game would write their score down on the score sheet so then part of um what lambo was doing what i was doing and um i know chris wade was helping enter some as well not just entering scores for people in terms of um you know places that they were coming in for their match play points but also keeping a spreadsheet of all of the top scores on each game. And then there were these awesome little star guy trophies for high score on each machine. So every machine had a trophy associated with it that went to the high score from qualifying, which was so much fun. 
Uh, and I did take one home for yes, RoboWar. I did, yay. Well, nice. Nice. I, I had had it on the one game, Vin, that we were playing yep. um, with the one point something mil. And then I was playing a game later. It was like one of the last rounds and ended up with five point something. Wow. <laughs> like I didn't I didn't have to get that to take the trophy away, <laughs> but I wanted to. Absolutely. So, yeah. Um, yeah, you could see I progressively got better <laughs> on it throughout the day. It started off real low and then I was like, oh, oh, I know how to play this now. <laughs> Yep. Which was really cool because I had never played it before Masters Weekend. That's that's like it's impressive, especially on a machine like that. Like it's I don't know, I find a lot of I'll say Dave's weird machines. Um, <laughs> a lot of, Trademark TMTM. Yeah, a lot of them just don't seem that intuitive to me. So like to progress that quickly uh in terms of scoring and and you know knowing how to to blow up the machine i think that's really impressive yes that's right it was all about that like if you could light extra ball because extra ball was set to point yeah and then collect the quote-unquote extra ball it gave you so many points <laughs> so it was constantly just like all right light extra ball collect extra ball and the, the game made really good noises when you did it too yeah and i was like i fully understand what i'm supposed to be doing now like it wasn't even about multi-ball or anything else it was just get that darn extra ball light and, it, and, it's, and it's, it was super fun and the same thing was proven later on in the in the final series between uh between peter peter watt and pj uh that that last game on pinball champ oh yeah just going for that red special like seeing oh my god uh, and i know we'll probably touch on it a little bit later but uh seeing uh peter watt just light that red special twice over and absolutely nail a shot to get it and uh really really picking the score up uh it's just yeah i mean if you know what you're doing like as you said with the, with your game they're playing you know going for the extra balls um it, it certainly makes a massive difference yeah definitely so before we get into specific matches and how amazing those finals were um let's talk really quickly about kind of the the setup for the day um so we did the qualifying and then people were put into a b c and d divisions yeah that's correct so, yeah, so essentially what happens is, or what we did for the, this is the first time we actually did it this year and essentially the top uh, this is after of course all the qualifying was done the top 24 players went into the A division final, which was basically the main final. Um, and players were then obviously able to go up and down uh, the ladder, depending on whether they won or lost their matches. Uh, then the next, uh, what is that, 48 players uh, were sorted into B, C and D divisions. And essentially they were constellation finals. Uh, so was it 25th to 40th? were uh, in B division and 41st of 56 were C division and D division was uh, 57 to 72. Um, so they had the option, of course, of turning up uh, Sunday morning for the consolation finals. Um, basically, they had no influence over their final uh, final placing for the, for the main comp. But as I said, it was a consolation final, so it gave players the opportunity to play in a, in a finals format that might not necessarily make a finals uh, in their 
you know, whether it be their local competitions or their main competitions, and um, give them the opportunity to, to you know, pick up a trophy as well for winning their division and, and a little bit of uh, bonus cash as well. It was it was great. I think that everyone really enjoyed that format too, being able to to go into all those different finals because it gave everyone something to do on that last day. Like you had a really good chance of being able to go through and um and play through in that instead of everyone just watching. Not that we didn't have an amazing crowd watching a finals, but um it was really cool to have to have all of that. So Finals day was on the Sunday, so Sunday morning is when everyone came back for A, B, C, and D divisions. And uh, A division, we're playing uh, best of five games, yep. and then B, C, and D, we're playing best of three games. That's correct, yeah, best of five. So in, in the past, uh, A division uh, was basically originally best of three games for every round except for the actual final, which was best of five. Uh, but this year we increased it to best of five for all rounds in A Division this year, uh, just to give players that little extra opportunity to claw their way back if they drop two games early, especially being first thing in the morning. Uh, and then, yeah, B, as you said, B, C and D were all uh, best of three games the whole way through. Um, the highest seed got to choose a machine bank. Uh, so in A division, of course, they got to choose a bank of five games. And B, C, and D was a bank of three games. Um, and then, of course, the opposing player then got to choose machine, uh, sorry, player order uh, for their game. Uh, but then that being said, the highest seed were, was able to offload their machine choice to their opponent if they wished. Um, which I know mm-hmm. last year actually worked quite well for uh, for Jimmy, who finished second in last year's event. Um, he actually offloaded the machine choice in every round last year that he was able, that he, <laughs> that he was able to choose. Playing mind games. Yeah, exactly right. And I think that right. worked to some degree. Um, but yeah. yeah, essentially that's how and it works. And then player so, order. Player order. Oh, sorry. Player order alternated. It alternated game in, game out. Yeah. So if you if you chose to go player one, the next game you go went, uh, went to player two, and then back to player one, and so on, and so forth. So um, yeah, we just found it really, uh, really, really cruisy. I mean, we know with machine banks that people choose that not not necessarily going to get five games that they want to actually necessarily play. There might be that one game that they're not keen on playing, but it certainly adds to the uh, I think that not not just the mental aspect of the game, but also the the challenge of actually winning such a big comp. Yeah, absolutely. So um, for myself, it was um, definitely a hard fought day. I wasn't feeling really confident on qualifying day. I had a few really bad games um, sprinkled here and there, but ended up um, squeaking into a which was really, really exciting um, and was, I think, the only female in A. That is correct. Certainly were. Yep. Um, which was kind of, I, I don't want to say disappointing, but it, like I wanted more ladies in, in the top finals, but we definitely had them in other, um, in other parts of the competition. So I was... Um, Super pulling for Emily Cawson to get up yes. there. She was so close. I was like, yeah, come she, on, I think, Emily. I think she only needed to get a win or, or a second in her last round. And and, and, and unfortunately, she was in, in, in my group. 
uh, which didn't help me anyway. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, unfortunately, she wasn't able to get that. I think the last game we played was on Batman, I think. And, um, yeah, we uh, – well, neither of us were able to get the win we needed to propel us into the top 24. So, um, so yeah, so you're exactly right there. She wasn't that far away uh, from making the top 24 as well. Uh, a man to my left, though, yeah. was uh, – he had an absolute blinder of a day on a qualifying day. And I know going into the final round was sitting in equal fourth, I believe, and yeah. uh, virtually <laughs> virtually guaranteed himself a, a top 24 finish, which uh, was absolutely fantastic for, you know, basically his second major comp. That was a pretty awesome feeling, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and he deserved it. He deserved it. He played exceptionally well all weekend. Yeah, so um, I believe he was in a tiebreaker um, for 10th and 11th, was it? I think it? it was, yeah. It was 10th. Yeah, yeah tiebreaker for 10th and 11th, uh, which determined who we would play against uh, in the first round of the finals. Mm-hmm. And the person who lost that tiebreaker match was going to play me. Exactly, yep. <laughs> Um, so do you want to talk a little bit about your tiebreaker and what, what game you were playing and what that was like? Uh, it was the pressure of that game. It was Iron Man, um, which is a game that I'm not super familiar with. And I, I mean, that machine, like all the machines was set up quite challenging for the weekend. Uh, so it was a, a pretty decisive, uh, loss on that one, unfortunately. Um, uh, and you were playing with Trav? Yes. Yeah. for that one yep with travis um so either way it would have been like i wasn't i wasn't happy about having to face a friend of mine no. either way <laughs> um but you know Vinny and i had done the stream earlier you know like the week of setting everything up and we've been um doing commentary together and we've been spending a lot of time together and super bonding and then i couldn't watch the tiebreaker <laughs> I'm like, I can't do it. I can't like watch to see who, like, I don't know what side I would be cheering on or not, because either way I have to play a friend of mine in the first round and it's elimination. It's best of five, but the person who doesn't, doesn't walk away with it walks away. And that's so hard to do. And it's a really interesting aspect of competition where you're really happy for your friend for doing well and you don't want to be the reason that they're not still there because you want to take them with you to, you know, like, let's go to the top together. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is really, really challenging. Um, but here we were. The, the way that I. You and I, round one. <laughs> like, what a way to kick the day off. Um, and you had choice of machine bank. And you did something really interesting <laughs> that I was like not bothered by but i was like don't put the pressure on me <laughs> you chose a bank and you were like this looks good right like asking me my i was like no no this is your choice <laughs> like don't don't make this something that i have to to choose this is all on I, you. I wanted to play some good games with a friend that we both enjoy Come on. Uh, we, 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 know, we, we know what you were doing Vinny. very very, very good, good move good move <laughs> I'm, I'm completely incapable of any sort of psychological warfare. <laughs> I was like, whatever you choose, whatever you choose, just choose it. Whatever you want is totally fine. <laughs> like you're the one who gets to choose. 
That was um it was uh, it was really good. The way the way I kind of looked at the you know having to face off against a friend in the first round in an elimination competition was that at least one of us was going through to the second round. You know, that's that's why I was like, you know what, this is kind of cool. So if, if we both faced off against other people and both lost, then it's done. You know, so that's it was a, it was a, nice to know that one of us was definitely going through. That's a, that's a good way to look at it, Vinny. Yeah, very very nice. And it was, you know, lots of hugs and lots of support and lots of, you know, genuinely, you know, at least for me watching you and I, I feel like you watching me play, it was like, okay, watching you and genuinely cheering you on and like when you were doing something really well, being so excited about it yeah. and, you know, really enjoying having some games together because that's what it's about. Like, I love it there so much because I, I genuinely love you guys as humans and i love playing games with you and that's the feeling that really comes across for me when i'm there is i play really well when i'm there because i'm having a really good time because i'm with people i like i'm having a nice time like the games are good the spirit is good like we're all in this together it doesn't feel like we're all in this against each other so it was a really fun round like i had a great time yeah i know it was really good (laughs) So, uh, so let's go through the the bank that you chose. Do you remember the games that we played? What we started on? Uh, I don't. No. I feel like Iron Maiden. I think Iron Maiden B was the first machine. And you slaughtered me. And then Trident. I want to say Trident. Okay. Tri- Trident was definitely in there. Um, mm-hmm. Robo Wars. Uh, Adam's family was in there, but we didn't get to play it. Did you pick these games? We did not. Did you really pick these games for yourself or for Jess? It was a combination of the two. We both. I know Jess loves the Trident. <laughs> I um, love I love Trident as well. I, I think it's a do. fantastic machine. And um, Robo War. I mean, Jess was saying that she was blowing that up. Well, that I mean, so. that was the only <laughs> machine in the bank that I wasn't particularly sure about. Um, so I was like, look, the other four machines. I can't remember what the the last machine was, but the other four machines. I was like, look, I'm. I'm pretty confident in all of these, and I know Jessica is, so this is going to be a good match. Yeah. So yeah. That, as as Jess, right. I mean Jess nailed it. I mean it's it's all about fun. It's just about enjoying yourself. As long as you've enjoyed yourself, then you can't ask for any more than that. Yeah, absolutely. And there was no question that that was uh, that that was happening. We <laughs> we had a blast. Um, so yeah, you. S- slaughtered me on iron maiden and then um and then i think trident was next yeah i think it was uh and then i got trident yeah there was one in between trident and robo war though i was monster bash it was monster bash thank you which was a machine that was it, it was a roller coaster of emotions for me that machine all weekend i had a couple of amazing games on it and i had a couple of just awful games on it so i was like yeah this one could definitely go either way so yeah again that's uh unfortunately one of the things that comes it comes about is with a uh with the machine that's set up pretty tough yeah yeah absolutely yeah it was it was interesting because i feel like watching other people play it it was definitely a struggle getting a handle on what it was doing. Um, you know, cause it's like, okay, is it leaning a little bit this way or is that shot just returning weird? Yeah. And you know, when you try and pick up a little bit of what's going on, because 
I usually don't watch other people play, but I saw enough frustrated faces on Monster Mash. <laughs> I was like, was, I wonder what's happening there over there. Plenty of frustrated faces all weekend, not just on Monster Bash, but I think just about everything. Somehow, yeah. So, but that's yeah, part of it. definitely. Um, so, yeah, I think pulled out Monster Bash, and then uh, the last game was on Robo War, yeah. and that was. Man, it was definitely, I, I would have liked to play more. I just wanted to keep playing games with yeah, you. <laughs> I know that's not how the format works, <laughs> but it's like, let's just make it best of seven. Let's just make it best of, like, let's just keep playing <laughs> more games. Um, but it was definitely the most fun round of, like, one-on-one competition that I've had with anyone ever, um, just because of the spirit that was, was in it and genuinely like super supportive of each other and that was i i could not have uh had a better round you know more fun round with anyone else so thank you very much like yeah i feel the same like it was genuinely awesome to play in that round with a good friend yeah totally and i was so stinking proud of you just like <laughs> you had done so well all week is like oh my gosh you were crushing it and just like seeing where you came in qualifying and all the work that you put in and this being really your second major comp ever yeah. i was like beaming i was like proud mom <laughs> I was like look at how well Ben did it was it was so great I mean, um, like we touched on it sort of briefly before about the the high scores uh on the machines and that just because of the way that i i see myself in competition it's probably not super healthy but i was sort of thinking like oh you know maybe everyone else is just having a bad day and that's that's why i am where i am in this in this comp but then when we we did the the pre-final presentations the next day i managed to to nab uh three individual high scores on spider-man walking dead and barracora and I was like, oh, okay, no, I, I did play really well. Cool. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah you did. Don't sell yourself short, did you? As I said, you played exceptionally well uh, all throughout qualifying. Do you have those trophies all displayed somewhere proudly? I do. They're on my desk, actually. They're sitting right next to my monitor stand. Yay. <laughs> what about you? What about you, it. Jess? Is yours proudly on display somewhere? It is on my mantle. Lovely. It's at. With my other pinball trophies i don't have a lot but i've got a couple display them proudly (laughs) well i I do and i did take home um another trophy which was uh top female player for the main masters comp and that was quite a nice trophy that i got for that one so thank you lambo for um for having something to acknowledge and really promote and encourage all the female players to um you know, to be participating in everything that you have going on there. I'm oh, very, That's, very glad. It's really nice. I'm very to glad see. you were the one that was able to uh, to pick up that trophy. Um, you know, I think uh, I think we've done that all four years. So we've done Brisbane Masters now. Actually, no, sorry, we didn't do it first year, but uh, we did do it uh, the last three years now. Uh, I think uh, I think Esther's won that trophy once. I think. Uh, I actually she might have won both of the previous ones from memory. I'm not a hundred percent sure on that, but uh, but yeah, no, it's uh, definitely. Uh, I'm, I'm glad you're, uh, as I said, glad you're able to take that home. I'm glad you actually like the trophy as well. So, oh yeah, it's great. So that's definitely up there as well. Um, 
with my little star guy. This <laughs> <laughs> little little collection is growing. It's funny. I um, my biggest in terms of like points. I'm not a big point person, um, but I think it's interesting playing over there and and you know point value of of tournaments there since I haven't really been playing in much in the states. Um, I was sitting going into masters somewhere around like 1200 or something like that. Actually maybe going into Cooley and then went to 800 something after Cooley. And then after masters went to 650 and I was like, Oh no, like people are actually going to think I can play pinball now. Uh, Sell yourself short. You can play pinball. You can definitely play pinball. And yeah, from memory. Yeah. You had an absolute blinder at Cooley as well. Yep absolutely yeah um so i after this all shook out i was in like 696 was my position i was like ha you know because i'm 12 as <laughs> <laughs> opposed where i was and one of my friends commented huh more australian tournaments than u.s tournaments. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just all my recent ones that count for yeah, everything yeah, exactly have, have been there because i'm not playing in any here so it's hard to hard to uh get those showing up on the old record if you don't do them so uh, but that should change once pinberg comes through and uh, i know jimmy and i are planning a pinberg recap episode which will be uh covering pinberg as well as our little post pinberg road trip that we did insanely uh, envious of mm-hmm. I, can, I, can, I can't wait to relive it with him i'm just like oh i just want to go through everything again because it was so yeah, great i can definitely i can definitely uh, sec, uh, second uh vinnie's uh, sentiments there i can definitely agree with that okay you guys just need to come next year we're all going to pick yeah, all right so it's it's, it's planned <laughs> yes planned. yes yeah but we'll see how we go yes oh that makes me so happy <laughs> <laughs> uh um i will i will say i keep getting little notifications popping up on the post that i did that we were recording so uh brett goodwin just posted it was great seeing him and naomi and simon and lisa commented on the post as well um and then stacy it was really nice getting to meet stacy from head to head um had never met him previously so great to to meet up with him and um you know, to, to meet so many new people as well. Um, uh, Marco liked our little thing and he did great. Yeah. Like he killed it, it was there. Um, yeah. For the three strikes. And then um, really the, the level of play, like Nigel was just absolutely phenomenal. Just his games were so impressive. Just, when he dialed that game in, it was like, oh, yeah. wow, like just so great think, um, to watch him John play. John and I were, uh, so we had the camera on uh, Grand Lizard during that qualifying match uh, that Nigel was playing. I think we counted nine multi-balls in one of his balls. Wow. Yeah, it's, just a one ball. Yeah, yeah. Wow. yeah. During, during like ball two, I think he had nine separate multi-balls. Yeah, yeah. He was, wow. he was dialed in on that lock shot. Yeah. Just backhanding that that's amazing over and over again it was it was fantastic 
And is the footage from the weekend still archived, available for people to go back and watch some of these games? It is, yeah. Actually, it's 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 still all on Twitch, and I keep telling myself that I'm going to download it all and uh, edit the, uh, uh, in particular, like the the finals games and any like, particularly, you know, highlighted games or anything like that. Um, but you know, that's a that's a you can lot remove of any game I played on Iron Maiden. <laughs> just get rid right, of I'll just I'll just pretend they never existed. But yeah, there's. I love Iron Maiden, but I could not. I think I was always on B. Yeah. I don't know what it was. I could not get a flipper on a ball on that game to save my skin. It was just terrible. Um, yeah, I think there's. So just. I ignore. think there's close to 40 hours of footage that I've got to go through uh, to, wow. to find all the best okay. games. <laughs> <laughs> so by next Masters, that'll all be up on, on yeah. YouTube. <laughs> Be careful what you commit to. That's a lot. Well, actually, uh, <laughs> of course, you, we can't put Iron Maiden, uh, any games from Iron Maiden on YouTube because the YouTube algorithms will find the Iron Maiden songs and remove it, oh. um, which is which is really unfortunate. Like That's why at the moment there's barely any gameplay uh, of Iron Maiden on YouTube. Or if there is, people have got the volume pretty much completely turned off. Yeah. No idea about that. We can just pick other songs and play, or just like have you singing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, just cover versions. I always have to choose "Run to the Hills" now because I hear you and Jono singing it in my head, even when I don't choose it. So I was like, I might as well just give yeah, in. Yeah. We had a session here on Sunday night, and that's all Jono picked all <laughs> night was "Run to the Hills," yeah. and I'm just like, yeah, I'm over it. I'm over it. It was, it was fun. It was uh... fun. But... <laughs> Yeah, that's what that's at, called. It's at, fun. At, at, at least you're not having him call out run all the time. So run, <laughs> oh, go. That's yes. right. And he didn't tell anyone they were doing well on stream. Yeah, so that was a, that's a gold although, star. Although I him. managed to actually get him say well eventually on the, on the stream. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so in addition to, well, let's, let's talk about the finals really quickly. So the finals, um, Peter Watt and Paul Jones... What an amazing yeah, finals. Wow. First yeah. of all, they're both such incredible, incredible players. And Peter is one of the first players that I met when I came out to Australia for the first time to, um, to the Gold Coast and went to a tournament with Dr. John. And Peter's just one of the absolute nicest, most like loving, caring, warm, wonderful human beings I've ever met. Absolutely. And he's so accomplished. Like if he traveled, if he flew to other places and played in tournaments, he would be top 10 in the world. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I can Absolutely. definitely agree with you on that. Yep. And just getting to, to watch him play and how calm and collected he is. I, I try to take a cue from him <laughs> a lot of the time when I'm a little more hectic. Um, but he always, even when he's down, um, I'm thinking particularly of the last match that they had on Pinball Champ yeah, 82. One of the best comebacks I've ever seen. That was, it was brilliant. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and he was just not bothered, not flustered, ball three. He had quite a ways to make up and then pj still had another ball after him so he had to to create this gap 
And his approach going up to that machine was just absolutely brilliant. Yeah, yeah I remember after ball two actually. I remember I remember uh, Peter actually, obviously after ball two wasn't looking to crash shot and PJ. I think PJ had a really really good ball one and was miles in front. Yeah, um, and Peter after that second ball, he just obviously upset a little upset that you know it wasn't going his way. Uh, he just basically walked off a little bit and sort of went off on his own and I guess maybe just sort of reset, I guess. Yeah. Basically just reset. And, um, yeah, so, you know, PJ's played his, uh, his second ball. I think it was, what was it about nearly three and a half million behind or something, something like, like that. that. Yeah. Yeah. And as you know, on, on a game like pinball champ, it's not exactly a, a high scoring game. So to be three and a half million in front, it was just a massive, massive gap to catch up. And as we've already touched on it briefly, you know, to come back and nail everything you need to do, got like got the got the ball up onto the upper play field, completed the, the champ drop targets to light the red special, and then nearly straight away just nail that red special shot, which is not yeah. the easiest shot to hit. Uh, not once, but to do it twice, and then to end up about a million points in front after ball three. Uh, it was, as I said, it was just one of the best comebacks I've ever seen in pinball. Um, yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, it, it, the crowd that was there, like we had a big number of people um, hanging around watching live on the TV that was there, also watching the actual, you know, watching the gameplay over the, over the shoulder and all that sort of stuff. Um, the crowd was just in awe. Uh, you know, every time he nailed that 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 red special shot, there was big amounts of noise going on, and it was just it was really great atmosphere, really great final, um, and yeah. To be able to show like that level of of patience and calm with you know thirty people standing behind you watching. Uh, you know, while you're you're trying to make up this, like frankly, it was a it was a massive deficit on that game. I just I couldn't believe it. It was so impressive to watch. Yeah. And, well, and then another fifty people gathered around the yeah, TV yeah. because <laughs> there was a frenzy coming up after. So everyone's there. Yeah. Everyone's watching. It was really like you could feel tension and you could feel like joy and you could feel all those things. It was. Um, it was really wonderful to have everyone like in that space and really just like, Oh my gosh, like, is this going to happen? And, and getting so into that moment was really cool. The, the, the other, the other thing that needs to also be mentioned as well is, I mean, there was a massive high obviously during that game, but the game before, uh, was on monster bash Oh yeah, and yeah. watching, uh, PJ get to monsters of rock. Yeah. You know, <laughs> Monsters of Rock mm-hmm. on Monster Bash in a final. I mean, that's just absolute. That's just special. That's it's special play right there. I mean, it just doesn't get any better. So again, the crowd and I'm sure the players themselves are on this massive high after just witnessing that the game before, to then go next level again and witness what happened on Pinball Champ. It was it, you couldn't have asked for a better finish to a tournament. Yeah, it was, it was a lot of back and forth. It was high emotion. It was 
a lot of tension and it was two very accomplished well-matched players going into the finals and both of them had previously won masters so you have you know this this pedigree kind of coming into this competition and it's bigger than ever and they've seen it year over year and seen it grow and now they're at the pinnacle here with this you know monster finish and you know as as we've said you know peter came out on top that last game of pinball champ 82 was what sealed it for him and um just a really beautiful heartfelt speech that he gave when he um was accepting his trophy and his win and um i know i was tearing up yeah, just watching him i, I, I can, I can know, agree through with that it. as well i was nearly tearing up as well because uh knowing what what peter had gone through the last 12 months uh you know for him to even be there was uh was big enough let alone uh winning the whole damn thing as well so um it was it, it was definitely he thoroughly deserved the win and uh yeah that little bit of extra emotion on top of it in the end uh really 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 brought it over the top i thought it was it was it was great it was great yeah, it was amazing to be there for that. Um, and then led into one big party. So um, <laughs> both Saturday night and Sunday night were flip frenzies. I, d- I did skip the Saturday night and frenzy. And so did I. I was going to say, uh, how that work out for in... you, Jess? <laughs> um, I was real happy. To, not, not that I didn't want to be there with you guys, but... I got to see a final Brisbane Lions game before I left town. They didn't win, but it really, was a, it was a hard win. fought. Surprising. <laughs> <gasps> How dare you get off my podcast? Uh, we were doing so well. Um, well, and plus, all of the Lions' victories this year have been while I've been in Brisbane. <laughs> or were to that point so um i don't know and we walked in john ho and i skipped out and went and uh we sat behind the goal and literally we walked in sat down lions kicked a goal and the ball ended up in my lap that's pretty awesome it is i was just like yeah so i was like this is the best because i had just in the car confirmed that i made it into a (laughs) (laughs) and we get there ball except uh i i was i mean i was probably aware but i was a little annoyed that i had to get yes. it unfortunately major league baseball unfortunately you do have to give it back yeah or like hockey where yeah. you keep the puck <laughs> yeah you got to give the ball back so um but it was it was pretty amazing the people sitting in front of us even commented you just got here <laughs> i was like yep Perfect timing. Um, yeah, and there's just something about being at those matches and watching them play, even though that wasn't the best game. Lions, it's all right. I forgive you. Um, they have won one more game since. Yes. Woo! So they've won, they've won, now, <laughs> they've now won five this year. This weekend's the last round, so we'll, we'll see. We're playing... Lions are playing the second-place team this weekend at home, so it'll be interesting to see how it goes but uh the lions do beat west coast it may have a influence on how west coast go in the final so it'll be interesting you're listening to the afl podcast that's exactly right what, <laughs> what pinball? 
I did. I did have a good time watching the Lions beat the Hawks over at Rusty's house during house oh, ball. Especially, hey, Rusty. especially when Rusty's a big <laughs> Hawks fan, so uh, I'm sure that went very well. He put his jersey on and everything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he knows I love him, but still, that was that was pretty. Funny. I actually, I actually, I wanted to actually check this, but I have a funny feeling the Lions are the only team to have beat the Hawks both times this year. So, uh, sorry, sorry, Rusty. Ooh. Well, well, actually, no, sorry, not really, Rusty. But... <laughs> no, not, not actually. Sorry. <laughs> um, so I skipped the Saturday frenzy, but I heard it went quite well. How many people came in for the Saturday frenzy? Uh, I think it was just shy of a hundred. I think uh, about 95, 96 players, uh, which I must admit at first I was a bit concerned about how <laughs> a flip frenzy with that many players would go. Uh, but and, and, and we did. Have, there was a few teething problems early on, especially uh, especially because you know there's, there's going to be a few people there that hadn't played a flip frenzy before. And even if they had, they wouldn't have been familiar with Bob's amazing Flip Frenzy software. Um, but yeah. it, uh, we got there in the end, and in the end, everything went fairly smoothly. And uh, yeah, it ended up being a really, really good night. Um, Bob's decided to uh, turn it into a bit of a party, party atmosphere and had some, uh, some really awesome tunes um, in the background that uh, people were certainly singing along to and dancing along to and everything like that. So, yeah, definitely definitely created a big party atmosphere, which is a great way to uh, to let your hair down after uh, not a, this, on the Saturday night after the tense qualifying games for the uh, the main event. But uh, on the Sunday night, it was um, just a, a perfect way to end the weekend. Yeah, that was – it was um, the Sunday night – was definitely party atmosphere with the music playing and uh you know drinks were were flowing certainly the best Um, sort of environment for a flip frenzy as well rather than like i know flip frenzy obviously there's a lot of pressure to to finish your games and that kind of stuff and, and and move on but i think to to alleviate a little bit of that pressure by having some fun music playing and having kind of that party vibe sort of going on i think that was probably my favorite flip frenzy i've ever played on the sunday night actually yeah i, I i'll again agree with Vinny on that uh by the time sunday night rolled around i didn't have the best of weekends in terms of personal results uh so yeah so by the time flip frenzy rolled around i'd certainly had a few to drink myself by then <laughs> and i just was almost <laughs> beyond caring how my result was going to go that night so i just had fun yeah it was great sang really badly at the top of my voice and couldn't care less if anyone heard me or not there are a lot of people doing that <laughs> exactly right <laughs> uh just made sure i enjoyed myself every time i you know came up against someone and um yeah just just thoroughly enjoyed what was left of the weekend basically i also got to play a bunch of the machines that i didn't play during the main tournament yeah. as well actually which was really cool right yeah, I did not do great. <laughs> in, I don't. Do, I don't play well in frenzies. I don't know what it is. I think I'm more. I like playing longer games and like getting to talk to people and hang out. And frenzy always feels like, oh my gosh, I just started a conversation with someone and all of a sudden they're gone. And it's like, okay, uh, it's it's like the the passing lane of pinball. I'm just like, it's so fast. I hate um, doing. But it sorry. was sorry. Go for it. 
Oh, see, I, I hate I, I hate <laughs> oh, going first during games uh, in flip frenzies because I like in that kind of environment I would prefer to be chasing rather than trying to make a big gap. I don't I don't know why that is for me, but I just feel like there's something about me that'll like it, it sort of makes me play a little bit harder and maybe take some risks that I wouldn't normally take uh, if you know if uh, if mm -hmm. I'm in like playing first on a machine. Yeah, definitely. Um, I just feel like either way, I'm like, mm, nope, <laughs> no, I just can't. I can't pull this together. This isn't a thing that's going to happen, um, which is fine. But um, I know on stream, because I kept hopping on stream off and on during the frenzy, which just made yeah. it crazier <laughs> because then I was trying to like listen for my name being called and also do some kind of stream commentary. Yeah, I, I, um, must, I must admit, but sorry, there was... There was, um, yeah, there was one moment where I think I jumped on the stream just because I'd had a few and I thought, oh, there's a spare chair there, I'll go sit down. Um, but uh, yeah, I remember hopping on and totally missed my name being called out and then someone, someone said <laughs> out to me, hey, you're on that machine over there. It's like, oh, okay, fair enough. I, uh, I had a fun moment with uh, Vincent Rossi's, yeah. I think it was. It was the only other, the other Vincent in the tournament. Um, someone just saw slash heard the name Vincent and grabbed him and said, you're on this machine, let's go. But it was actually supposed to be me. Oh, <laughs> so oh, no. it ended up being that I, I ended up going to play his game uh, on, I think it was, it was getaway that he was supposed to be on. And we found out after both of those games, we both lost, uh, but we found out after that, that we both had exactly the same win loss ratio anyway. So it didn't matter. <laughs> 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 that's amazing um yeah i don't i don't remember where i came in but i had at one point realized that i had people who were watching the queue for me and were signaling to me <laughs> so that i could see uh from the booth so that was good but we captured a few good like song and dance moments like people singing along on uh the room cam there was some some less than appropriate dancing <laughs> that if you really want to pull through the footage of flip frenzy you can probably see some good uh or bad whatever your i might opinion just, I just get rid of that, that, that session <laughs> a little bit of a little bit of shaking uh going on so i think tyson was was singing into the mic at one point uh it was pretty fantastic but it was it was a fun end to an amazing weekend um, I, I mean, I can't thank both of you guys enough just for everything that you did and making it happen and, and doing all the stream and getting everything together and organizing and, um, you know, making it happen next year because I really can't <laughs> wait to come do it again. <laughs> I, I mean, thank you as well. Like the amount, as Lambo said earlier, the amount of, uh, effort that you put in over the weekend and before, like, you know, get helping to get stuff set up and, um, frantically uh making up pin golf holes on the thursday afternoon and whatnot that was <laughs> we couldn't have done it without you well i must, I must admit that the, the pin golf holes that we, we kind of knew that was going to happen to some degree because in some ways we didn't know what machines we were actually going to have in the venue by the thursday night so yeah so pin golf holes being created about five minutes before it was due to start it was, we sort of half expected that to happen, but uh, you certainly did. 
exceptionally well when it came to uh, to picking the uh, the pin golf holes. They were, as as we touched on earlier, they they were uh, a good mix of easy and tough throughout the way. So uh, so yes, so again, thank you for uh, for getting that organised for us. It was greatly appreciated as always. Yay. Well, I appreciate you guys. I know, Lambo, you're, you're a bit under the weather, but uh, I appreciate you guys getting together and uh, making it happen to come on the podcast and recap um, one of my favorite pinball events that I've done. And everyone who's interested um, in Brisbane Masters, check out Netherworld Arcade on Facebook. I know that uh, updates were being posted there quite a bit when everything was announced in terms of signups. If you're on Aussie Arcade, follow the threads for... Uh, Brisbane Masters and I'm looking forward to seeing you guys back for it again next year and hopefully a lot of new faces who uh, managed to listen to this and hear what an amazing time it was absolutely Jess and thank you very much for the invite for uh, for yeah for the invite to come on this uh, uh, don't uh, don't don't normally do these very often so uh, <laughs> so I do appreciate it uh, and uh, yeah hopefully uh, yeah I, I do agree with you hopefully we do get to see a lot of new faces and Hopefully for those that might be hearing me for the first time, hopefully I get to meet up with you somewhere down the track, whether it be here in Australia or somewhere overseas. You know, like Penberg yeah, next yeah. year. Yeah, Penberg next year. Well, Masters <laughs> is before that, so we'll see them at Masters first. Well, it might, it might not right, be beforehand yet. We haven't. Oh, fin- okay. No, we haven't finalised that part yet. But we, as I said, we're already already in discussions in regards to uh, the 2019 Brisbane Masters. So. Uh, Curly Classic has been confirmed, Jess. I don't know if you've seen that already or not, but uh, we've confirmed that for the last weekend in May for next year. So, um, yeah, we're, we're getting the ball moving already, as I said. So um, there's no, no rest for us at all, us keen beans over here. So, <laughs> yes. All right. Well, you know, I'll be back for it. I'm going to make it work somehow, so. Awesome. All right, you guys will have an amazing night. It was so great talking to you again. Miss you like crazy and uh, excited to see everyone back in Thank Brisbane. you very much. We miss you too. I will make sure everyone here knows uh, how much you miss them. Yes. Yes. All the hugs. Definitely. Definitely. And, 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 and thank you again. <laughs> uh, we're, yeah. Got to get back as soon as you can. <laughs> yes. Yes. Spreading the Absolutely. pinball love. All right, everybody, thank you for listening to this Part C episode of the Pinball Podcast. Um, I will share links over to Netherworld, and we'll have this episode up just as quick as we can. Thanks, guys, for listening. Have a great night.